What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Gear Talk. I'm here with Logan Powell. What is going on, Logan? What up? What up? We're excited about today in this podcast. Um, Logan was not with me last week, but uh, he is back and he is ready to talk gear as usual. Got a little Indeed. background music going on. Uh, we love our music. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So um, today it's this uh, Gear Talk, 15 minutes or less. So we're going to try to keep it to that. And we've got a few things to talk about. I might start up first off, and that is um, I blogged today about three things I believe you should have in your gear bag, gear bag, and they're small things um, and not very expensive at all. But uh, the first one is a Hoodman Hood Lupe optical viewfinder. And I didn't not know gonna, that's what that was called. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically um, it is a, a viewfinder that you can put on the back of your camera. You know, this uh, spring and summer is coming up at least um, – the bright sun is starting to peak out more consistently here. Mm-hmm. So if you're outside doing photos and you need to look at the, the viewfinder, uh, it's a great option. You know, um, it's small. Um, you can wear the neck strap or you can, uh, it actually comes with a case you can actually um, hook to your belt. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's very lightweight. But um, it it's, has a thread mount. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty handy. But um, especially in this time of the year when we're outside yes. doing uh, portraits or just any kind of outside photos, you take the shot and you look at the back and the sun's too bright and you can't see, can't see your shot. So, um, happens a lot, happens a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that works. The Hoodman, I'll say this one more time. The Hoodman Hood Lupe optical viewfinder. <laughs> I did not. This is a funny name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, I'll swing it back to you, Logan. Well, you, but, uh, we'll, go back, we'll bounce back and mm. forth on this one. You know, I just had one on the top of my head while you were talking about that. For anybody that does video, and I'm pretty sure last uh, gear talk that we did, I talked about my monitor. Right. But also, at the same time, it is an extremely bright monitor at 1,000 nits. But for either your camera or monitor, for people who do more video, you can buy lens hoods as well, too. Okay. That, like, will, you know, cover three quarters of the screen to kind of help block the sun. And that helps a little bit, too. Just because you can't buy a giant no, eyepiece yeah, for a no, huge monitor. <laughs> so it looked really weird. Yeah, that monitor is pretty sweet. So yes, a viewfinder would be would be the, an added touch in, mm-hmm. um, in the future. So, uh, yeah, anything else on that monitor you want to touch on? On the monitor itself? Yeah. Mm, it is amazing. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to talk about it. I'll ha- we'll have to do a video on it here soon. I keep forgetting that I need to do a video on that monitor. Yeah. Uh, since it is a newer release, I I think I only got it like three weeks after it came out. And I didn't even realize it. Okay. But yeah, we'll have to do a video because it is hard to say because it's a lot easier to show, um, you know, it in use and, you know, how I utilize the monitor now and right. my flow of creating video and uh, even pictures, but mainly for video. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you showed me just a little bit and I couldn't, and, you know, it's just very cool. All the features that you can adjust right there, mm-hmm. you know, in, in see things that you normally would see in Premiere Pro, like LumaScopes and right in uh, Lumetri scopes and all that kind of you stuff. You pretty much have like every single scope that you probably could think of and you can pull it up onto the screen. You have your audio levels. Um, I know that's something on my model of the camera. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to see. And then it's like another thing to add already to your small screen. It right. kind of gets in the way. So now you have the bigger screen. You know, you have your audio levels, you have your scopes, and then the LUTs. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you can import the LUTs. I've seen people yeah. do it, and it is a, a nifty feature, especially I feel like if you're doing like, uh, maybe if you're doing stuff that you generally have a look or color right. already, you kind of have that nailed down so you can just like slap that on there. 
or like a basic like import LUT. Sure. If you want to throw that on there. Um, or if you're doing a short film, that would be very useful to get like a consistent and best look throughout your film to be able to apply the color if you already picked a color for that look, you know. Right, right. So the video is probably on hold till you figure the LUT out, mm. the LUT thing out, and then we'll, then we'll roll with the video. Yeah, because I don't want to make a video and be like, I don't know how to fully use this monitor, <laughs> but here's a video on why you should buy it. Yes. <laughs> buy it and figure it out. Yes. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Well, up next for me is a um, rugged, rugged water-resistant memory card case. I need to buy that. Yeah, and actually, the one I bought, um, I need to buy. I mean, it, it serves its purpose now, but when mm. I when I bought it originally, it is it has the uh, compact flash okay. um, side to it for for Canon cameras. Um, mm. Now that I'm not shooting Canon anymore. Um, it's an empty slot now. It's an empty side. I'm not sure if I need to check it out. I'm not sure if you can buy. Um, foam or these uh, inserts ah. separately mm-hmm. if I want to make it all SD. But um, again, on my blog, um, I've got the three things. So you can uh, get the Amazon link, dig a little bit more into it. But it's one thing that that if you if you have multiple memory cards, mm-hmm. and that's another thing we, you know, we talk about a lot is, um, you know, I think that's a great investment to have at least um, two sets of memory cards or three, depending on what you shoot and how many cards are in your camera. Mm-hmm. But also it's a great tip where if you're a second shooter or you have someone second shooting with you and you could provide them the cards that right. way at the end of the shoot, they hand the cards back. You can walk away with all your footage, mm-hmm. you know, um, very key. So, And I still only have one SD card. There you go. We're going to get you, get <laughs> you buying something. We need to buy another one. It would be good as well, too, in case I forget it and leave it because I actually did that today. I'm pretty sure it's at the condo still. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I have to look through my backpack. Oh, wow. Talking about it. I am not practicing what I'm preaching of. You should buy two uh, SD cards. Logan only has one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. yeah. So, if you're, if you're uh, handle, handling or carrying a lot of cards in your backpack loose or your whatever case you have, um, mm-hmm. I highly suggest getting a, a case. doesn't necessarily have to be water resistant. Right. But that is a plus if you're out in the, you know, you get caught in the rain and, and just, um, you know, those things hold a lot of, a lot of value to us as creators, you know, so. Yeah, um, it's kind of annoying sometimes how expensive they are. It's like such a small little card, especially like the micro SDs. Right. I mean, I, when I had to buy one for my GoPro that could support 4K, I was like looking at them, 64 gigabyte one, it's like $60. I'm like, this yeah, thing, I, I could accidentally swallow this or drop it on the ground and it'd be gone. My dog eat it or, like, right. I mean, you just drop it and it's gone it's practically. Go- yep. Yep. So cool. a little scary that you could drop $60 that easily. They're small. They're definitely small. So we'll back at you. What you got next? Uh, I'm just drinking some coffee. Yeah. True West. by True West. Please sponsor us. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to, th- for a second there, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, the ProMist filter, um, uh, three things, ProMist filter, circular polarizer and an ND filter. I have realized uh, how useful these are after being on a shoot with my friend Luke Holiday. Shout out to him. Yep. Amazing cinematographer, but he uses and he stacks all three of those filters, which I didn't even realize that you could like do that and not like hinder your image tremendously, right. but it, it looks better. It doesn't hurt it at all. It makes it look better. So that is very much something that uh, I highly suggest. The ND for sure for video. The circular polarizer that can be uh, utilized for pictures as well, um, in the Pro Mist, but the ND isn't really 
made for pictures as much just right. because you can just crank up your shutter speed no problem and not be too worried about it. Right. So, yeah. But it has been very useful. I have not realized uh, how much better my video has been exposure wise and stuff like that. So Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Indeed. Should yeah. I explain what the Pro Mist is? Because I, I don't know. Yeah, let's anybody, do it. Do it. We've, got, I, we've got time. I didn't know what it was until a week ago, but um, the best way to describe it, because it is kind of a unique filter, um, but it's like a one eighth Pro Mist. It's very, it doesn't add a lot, but it makes your kind of face and skin tones a little bit softer. Um, and it's not like tremendous. It also helps with reflections as well. I'm pretty sure with like windows, the same as kind of like a circular polarizer. Right. It helps with that. And then it also, as people describe, the best way that I've heard it is it blooms the highlights. I don't know how else to describe it. Like you kind of have just have to see it for yourself and like compare right. side by side uh, watching some videos. But it really does something to the highlights that is really, really nice and more visually appealing than just like straight out of the camera. Yeah. yeah. So the big thing is the skin tone, though. That's the main reason people get it. Your video is sharp, but you still have like soft skin tones. Nice. So nice. Don't want to see them pores. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing some footage just to, um, you know, I use use ND filters, polarizer for mm -hmm. photos, but um, never never used it in a in a video, right? Um, the, the format that way. So I'm curious uh, to see what it looks like, you know, side by side comparison. Mm -hmm. So good, good. Um, well, we got, uh, we're on a five minute countdown at this point. Five so minutes. yeah, we Man, can, we've talked a lot. Very we quick. have talked quick. So, um, my last thing, and I brought it up, I believe two episodes ago, it's the peak design cuff camera wrist strap mm -hmm. Man, everything I got has like four or five names to it, but yeah, that is true. But maybe I'm just um, reading the description. Saying, well, I can name the actual names for a lot of stuff also. It'd be like really long. I'm just being like ND filter, not right. like the yeah. Tiffin variable ND filter from two to eight stops. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah we're, as long as we're full of descriptions. But, you know, I can't say enough about Peak Designs. I, I said earlier today that actually Peak Design, the company, mm -hmm. they actually um, were pivotal in me liking camera straps, period. I mean, it's one of those things that... They're critical, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're great, especially if you don't um, you don't want to just handhold your camera. Obviously, they have a you know a protection feature, um, so you don't drop your camera, right. et cetera. But I've just not found a strap. I've used a sling strap. I've used a regular strap, and I've just uh, one of the things I didn't like about straps is the fact that you know I felt like it was very hard to disconnect and put a strap on and off. Mm -hmm. um, it took more time than I wanted to put into it. And right. I didn't like what hung on the camera after I took the strap off, but um, I bought the wrist strap and I also have their neck, you know, the regular neck strap mm -hmm. and their quick, quick release design is just awesome. And it's just, um, I just, the quality of their product, the design of their product is, um, is just really kind of turned the corner and to where, um, you know, I have no issue. I mean, strapping I haven't, it. I haven't personally owned their stuff, but mm -hmm. from seeing you use their stuff and like, you know, uh, kind of like messing with it a little bit, but not everyday use, I really do feel like they've kind of, um, they kind of feel like they are photographers and, you know, cinematographers and they've created this stuff. You know what I mean? That has that feeling that they really, really thought about it as if they may have the same issues yeah. and they yeah. solved the problem. They solved the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And the wrist strap, I really love. I used it again last night and and just having that, uh, you know, I handhold my camera so much and it just feels natural to me, even walking mm -hmm. out doing street photography. But now with this, 
at least I know that if I bump into something or somebody bumps into me, right. my camera's not going to hit the ground. Um, so that would be a bad day. Yep. That'd be a bad day. So. Yep. I know one thing as we're talking about this, I suppose another thing that we could mention is just uh, shooting with gear that is comfortable to yep. you. You know, don't buy what everybody says you should buy. You should get this because it's awesome. I mean, obviously take these things into consideration, but then the day it matters what's comfortable right. and best for you. Cause if it's not, and you don't enjoy it, you're not going to go out and shoot with this camera or, you know, lens or whatever it may be that just feels weird and, you know, yeah. or it's a hassle. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Specs drive most of our choices, but right. within even specs, there's so many, there's so much variety to choose from in cameras, mm-hmm. uh, lenses, whatever it is, you know, um, you know, a spec's going to drive you to buy in whatever you want to buy. You know, it's going right. to have to meet that. But once it meets that, it's almost like the touch and the feel. Mm-hmm. And it's experience. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's a huge thing. It's something I never thought about when I first started getting into cameras and gears until I started using more stuff and then really realizing, like, wow. Sure. This is almost more important, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Makes a big difference now, you know, switching over to Sony, and you probably know this, coming from Canon to Sony, it's to your point every time i use the camera mm-hmm. it has a feel to it that just seems very fitting it right. seems like me mm-hmm. in a weird way it's just right you know um and i didn't buy it for that i bought it for the specs fortunately for me that mm-hmm. came along with it and was the bonus right but there is you know to your point you know there is a thing that just makes you feel like this is this is the camera I should hold in my hand. This is the right. camera that's me. That's how I feel about mine. That's why, I mean, so many people always keep asking me, like, why don't you have a full-frame camera? Why right. do you still have a crop sensor? Why do you still have the 6300? Right. And, you know, all these questions, why didn't you upgrade? Why didn't you get, like, a different lens? You know, everybody's always wondering, like, why, why, why? Right. But, like, all of it comes down to is what I can produce, and it feels like me, sure. you know, when I yep. hold that camera and lens. So yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you got anything else? Um, one minute and counting. Five, four, no, yeah. three, two, one. <laughs> Countdown. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's about all I can think of. Um, suppose buy a good hard drive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's always a big one. I have two hard drives, not including the internal one, already on right. my right. laptop, and that accumulate. I think that's. That's almost like a total of like six terabytes. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You don't think you need it before you know it. All of a sudden everything, I mean, especially video. Yeah. Like, Buy good hard drives and backup. Yes. Make sure your backup's key. That That's what we're going to, that's the nugget we're going to leave with you today. Yep. Is, the nugget of gold. That's right. Buy a good hard drive and back it up. So, mm-hmm. all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We've hit our 15 minute mark. Thanks for tuning in to Gear Talk. Um, we will be back next week bringing you everything that we can on purchases, experiences, all about gear in 15 minutes or less, and we're out of here. Peace.